Hey, we're giving you our combo with Red Velvet, the AEW superstar that you heard about. If you ain't heard about her, you should know about her. Watch her on AEW Dark last night. She had a match with Tessa Price. We did this on Monday. So we're going to load this up for you. Enjoy it. Follow us on YouTube, We LUV Wrestling. You can see the video version of this. Or you can follow us on Instagram at We LUV Wrestling and Twitter, We LUV Wrestling 1. Thanks for listening. Oh, and happy holidays to you. Sweet Turkey Thursday is tomorrow. Welcome to the We Love Wrestling Spot. My name is Terry. I'm with Nicole from Down for the Count. I'm with Jinx from the Pretty Hills. Today, we are with someone who's five foot five. She's sweeter than wine. It's the holiday season, so she's coming straight from your mama's kitchen. We are with Red Velvet. She's going to mix it up for us today. How are you doing today, man? How are you guys? I'm doing well. We're doing good. The first question I always ask before we get started is, what started your love for wrestling or why do you love wrestling? I love wrestling, personally me, because I danced for years, but I always wanted to be part of a sport. So I never could find a sport that I could be a part of while still getting to like entertain people until like, bam, sports entertainment, here comes wrestling. Um, And dance was a big part of my life. So it's the perfect place where I can like combat and do a sport um, and still entertain and bring something beautiful to, to the sport. Also, my dad was a boxer. So I knew I didn't want to become a boxer, but I wanted to do something that brought that fire and that adrenaline. Uh, so wrestling was the best thing. I started watching when I was nine with my mom. Um, and I jokingly said I was going to become a wrestler. I don't think at that age I really wanted to. I think I was just joking from what she says. Um, but life came full circle, and now I did exactly what I said I was going to do at nine years old. So it's kind of crazy. Well, at nine, when you started watching, who were some of the wrestlers who came out to you that you wanted to be like? When I was nine, the first person I saw was it was The Rock versus Stone Cold. So that caught my attention, just like the TV, because they were like in like, I guess, falls count anywhere. And they were like going into the audience and stuff. So me and my mom were like, what is this? As we started watching more, I fell completely in love with uh, Lita and the Hardys. So they were like what made me, Lita was why I wanted to wrestle. Cause she was just, at the time you're nine years old, you see somebody with like tattoos and this fire red hair. And she was not only beautiful, but she was like so agile and so athletic and like could compete with the boys. She wasn't really one of the ones that was too into like bra and panties. You know, she was at that moment where she was changing history for the women. So. She definitely was um, my idol who got me to want to start wrestling. Okay. Now, now we're gonna kick this up. You're here for a couple things. You're 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 the most talk one of the most talked about new people in the wrestling business in a lot of different companies. So the first person we don't have go up is Jinx because um, you'll be making a debut somewhere real soon. And Jinx has been privileged to see a lot of these shows. So Jinx, go ahead. Um. So as as most people know, you you came up in few down here in Miami, Florida. Um, how would you describe your experience coming up in few, like and being down here in the Miami atmosphere? 
It was it was amazing. I actually started off with uh, Rosa Negra from Puerto Rico, and she was down here in Miami, and she got injured uh, when she was in Japan. So she uh, threw me over to JB, and I was looking for schools, and he happens to have like was having a grand opening for his school. So I joined there. It's funny because he says that like my bumps were horrible. He says I was horrible. I think he was, he's joking. Um, but he said that the first time he saw me, you know, this skinny, tiny, little lanky girl, he's like, oh, she's not coming back. And he was like, I was shocked that you came the next day. And then you came the next week. And then you came the next month. And then fast forward, like, I think it was two months. I came straight every single day for two months. So my first match was at two months because he was like, whoa, like she can really go. Uh, but he said he didn't think I was going to come back. So I was there uh, starting 2016. Fast forward maybe like two years ago, I started getting more into like, I was doing the indies before, but like left left the school, like, oh, graduated was maybe like three years ago. But my experience, JB is like amazing. Um, he's taught me everything that I know in the ring. Um, he was very, very hard on me when he saw that it's what I wanted to do. Uh, he never gave up on me, but he did definitely push my buttons sometimes. Like, oh, you're not going to make it. You're not, gonna... but it's a few I needed. So now every time I go back to the school and see his students, he like just hugs me and he's like, man, I can't believe how far you've come. Like, I always knew you would get there, but like, it's so good to see it but every time I'm backstage and like have a match someone always says like you know where did you train you know and I'm proud to say where I came regardless of whatever anyone else has to say or if they have opinions about my trainer he's really good and he taught me what I know and that's why I'm good so I'll forever give back to FEW anytime okay so within your career thus far who would you say you enjoy working with most in the ring? Oof. That one's hard because in the last five years, there's only a couple people I've worked a lot of times. Mm -hmm. uh, certain people have been like here, there, here, there. Definitely have to go with Kylin. Um, she was my road buddy. She's been my road buddy since we started AW together and I knew her from the Indies. I can go days with her. Um, she's one of the ones. I haven't gotten to work Thunder Rosa yet but we've rolled around a little bit uh, at AEW. So I would definitely want to get in on some serious stuff with her. But everyone I've been with, like gotten with, has been a pleasure. I'm trying to think if there was like a specific person. Uh, I had a couple storylines, but I was still new at the time. So I don't think I was able to grasp, like not grasp, but like enjoy really like wrestling them because I was still new and still was like really nervous and stuff. But my top top right now has to be like Kylin because we we could just go. Okay, and just one more. Who would you? Uh, well, how would you say your transition into AEW has been going? It's it's been great. Uh, when I first got there, uh, I didn't think I was. I actually don't think I was gonna get a match. But the person who was supposed to get the match came late. Uh, so I always say when you're at the right place at the right time, things happen. Um, so I got a match that night and it was great. Like people were like riding back on it, putting it everywhere. And then my niece got COVID and I was gone for six weeks because she got COVID. Then I was fine, like in the clear to go back. And then my mom got COVID and then my sister got COVID. So I stayed away. 
from AEW for almost six weeks until I was, they were completely negative and I was completely negative. So that was very hard on me. Um, that was the time where like the women's tournament happened and they had like two or three pay-per-views that I know I could have just been a part of even in the audience. Um, but I had to stay home um, and they appreciated it because I never got COVID. I tested positive once, but I never got sick. But because everyone in my house was positive, I was honest about it, um, even though I was embarrassed to say it because I was like, I'm not going to get a job here. Like, you know, I, I was just there and now I got to be gone. But um, they appreciated it. And when I came back, I was like so grateful. And I was like, here we go. Like, it's time. And I had my match with Abaddon and then it just took off from there. And I've been back ever since. So well, they always and they always say honesty is the policy, and it gets you a lot further than lying about things. So Absolutely. It yeah, I think sometimes, sometimes it was hard because I was like, okay, I can maybe, like, I don't feel sick. Maybe I don't, I shouldn't say anything, so I can keep coming back. But I knew deep in my gut, like, if I wasn't sick but was carrying it and got somebody else there older sick, it would be on my conscience. So I was like, if I got to take time off, I'll take time off. And then it all worked out. Six weeks was a long time to be away, especially when you, you got that first taste of being there. But when I got back, it was like I never left. And it went better than I expected. So everything happens for a reason. Okay. It all does. So it's in the cold now. I just wanted to say, as someone who works within sort of healthcare and has to deal with COVID patients a lot and deal with people being in and out of work because of COVID, I appreciate your honesty on my standpoint. <laughs> it's hard for me to get my people to be honest about being around COVID, but you're obviously they appreciate that in the long run. So I just want to say I want kudos for doing that as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but also, I want to back off of um, Jinx. So I know you, we talked a little bit. So how, because obviously your transition into AEW kind of had um, bumps along the way. So how are you feeling with everything now? You're just like, I'm just eager to prove myself. Um, so what? how do you feel about everything? Uh, I think right now I'm grateful to say I'm in a great position. Um, definitely have been on TV a lot more than I thought. Um, and I, and, and they see that, you know, um, I was grateful to have, um, there was an article that came out, uh, I guess, uh, there was, um, what do you call it? Like a press meeting before the last pay-per-view. And I was told by certain people and Cody himself, like he brought me up as one of he says it's uh, going to be like 2021's like breakout star type deal. Like, you know, that I was a person to keep an eye on. So I'm in a great position right now. Um, thankfully, like Brandy took a liking to me and decided to take me under her wing and, and, and tag with me and stuff. So it's, it's gone great. And no matter what happens, I'm always grateful for the experience, but right now, like I'm riding the wave and, and I'm on that wave right now. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Cause that's what got me there and has kept me there. So speaking of, so what about you that hasn't been showcased yet to the larger audience that you're excited for them to see from you in the future? Hmm. I feel like there's certain things, but if I gave them away. Yeah, nothing that's like going to spoil anything, but just like a general <laughs> consensus of it. Um, 
just a little more of me and what I can do, uh, I think, on Dynamite. A lot of people that have become fans of me because of AEW has been through AEW Dark. Um, and sometimes we don't have as much time. It's, it's unfortunate, um, you know, because not because we're women, but, you know, there is so many people on the card that they're trying to showcase as well. So Dark, sometimes we don't get as much time. I'm really grateful now that they've put so many women matches. We literally have five women matches uh, tomorrow on Dark. But um, I would definitely love to, you know, everyone wants to get that spot on Dynamite. And I would love to keep getting spots on Dynamite to show them what I can really do. More time, more matches, more angles. Um, just because that TV has reached a larger audience. Like, um, I have people watching me from Colombia. Somebody told me they were watching me from Peru because they, uh, I guess, debuted a channel that now is international. So being on TV definitely reaches a larger audience. So everyone's fighting to be on TV. So I would love to be on TV more, you know. So speaking, so I'm going to circle back a little bit to um, you training with JB and you going back to school, is there any of his students that he's working with right now currently that you really, that you think could really do something with the industry or just like a combination of people down there? Um, there's three students. One uh, has not debuted yet, so I won't uh, say their name because they're actually I don't want to say kind of famous, but like they have their little like history. So I won't expose who that person is. Um, but I train with that person and I train with Florida Blue and Layla Gray. Every time I go, I strictly get uh, in the ring with them in the mornings and they can go. And yeah. uh, they've told me, you know, that they're inspired that I'm at AEW now. And they met me before I was even there. So the fact that I keep coming back and just sharing knowledge with them, uh, they keep going there. They definitely want it, and they've they're dedicated. It's been a while since I've been there. Uh, I always keep up with JB. I call him every day. I tell him every time I have a match, I call. I get on the phone with him. Uh, but there's been a while since I've seen consistent students. Like I would say, like my graduating class was like where the most people went and did things. But now he has a little group within them. I say that really want it. There's a couple young ones that I've taught, which they teach at night. Mm -hmm. uh, but they still have a way, like a long way to go. But definitely, like Florida Blue, Nayla Gray, and the other third person. Uh, once that person debuts, like it's gonna be wild because they have been busting their ass, um, and they will already be known when they come out because they've been on TV before. So that's as much I'll say. But uh, they're all doing great, all three of them. So I'm very confident that they will go far if they don't get impatient and just keep pushing. Because impatience is what I feel ruined the career of a lot of people that had a lot of potential while I was there. Uh, they just got impatient. Like, oh, WB hasn't called, I haven't gotten a tryout, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. And then they just kind of like flake. And that was an issue with me for a while. You know, there was moments where JB would be like, you have to be patient. And I'm like, no, but I'm good. Like, why isn't anybody looking at me and stuff? And who would have thought that you know, the pandemic would have been the time where no nobody's really resting, but it would have been the time where my career took a turn for the best and it changed my life. So patience is really important. I love that. And just one more question, then I'm going to circle it back to Terry. But um, give us two words that describes the, that's going to describe the future for Red Velvet. Two words. Uh, I'm going to say 
Oh, that's a hard one. I'm trying to find the word. Uh, unique. And this is a double word, I guess. History making. I am determined to make history. And I'm determined to make history in AW. Because they are the biggest company I've worked for. They are the company that actually... Like, they took their time. They gave me a chance. And that's how I give back to them and to, to, to the audience or whatever. But I am determined to make history in AEW. Somehow, some way, I'm going to uniquely make history because I'm putting it into the universe. I love that. All right. Thank you for talking. About no problem. Oh, man. Let's uh, run it back. You know? um, Red Velvet was supposed to be on the GCW Diamond Cup, but she wasn't. And then um, she got announced for something else that we're on sponsoring. Um, I'm going to do these for these type of interviews in this section here. Hey, <laughs> yes. Mission Pro run it back December 11th in Buda, Texas at King Ball Kingdoms on the Title Match Network. You will be facing Rach Chanel. As they Rache. announced it, Renee, Rache Chanel. I, I love her character. Um, I've seen her tell a lot of her opponents that, you know, girl, let me comb your hair. Oh my so god! How do yeah. you feel about <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about this match on December? <laughs> I'm excited. I've uh, had some time with her in the ring uh, at AW. We haven't had a match yet, so it was funny because. The week I found out that, you know, they were posting the flyer with, like, the mystery opponent for, like, a week. And then the week of that they exposed who it was, she saw her at AEW. And I was like, I'm going against you. Do you know that? She's like, no, I didn't know her or whatnot. So I'm very excited about that. I was um, not able to go to the last show because Alex and I um, had AEW, which is fortunate. You know, it's not unfortunate. It was unfortunate for the fans, but they were more than happy to see us on AEW. Um so I'm happy to be able to run it back uh, December 11th. Um, and I love Mission Pro. I love Thunder Rosa. And so grateful that I'm a part of that family now. Because like everyone knows from before, it was actually a coincidence that I got on the first show. Because I was not on the first show. But somebody had to step back. And thankfully, I was the person put there to replace the person. And I've been back ever since. Uh Something was supposed to happen on this show. Um, hopefully, it can still happen in the future with Mission Pro. Um, we was going to run you right in line with something. So, hopefully, it can happen maybe at their next show. Run um, me? Run you back on the Mission Pro show. You might. I can't say too much on it. But okay. we tried to set something up on it uh, for this Mission Pro show. But, you know, pandemic and everything, it didn't work out. So, maybe in the future, it still could happen. Um, but I do want to ask you this because you know it's a it's a championship match going to be crowned there the first Mission Pro champion. I'm asking everybody, who's your pick, uh, La Rosa Negra or Lacey Ryan? La Rosa Negra, that's my trainer. I've been there. I've taken punches from her. I've done. She's not taking away from her opponent at all. But La Rosa Negra, I think, is very very underrated. Very. She is so talented. She's taught me a lot of what I know, and she deserves, not that her opponent doesn't, in my opinion, I got to say it like this, in my opinion, she definitely deserves um, 
to hold that championship, and especially be the first woman to hold that championship uh, because she's busted her ass. And I think a lot of people and a lot of companies have, like, pushed her to the side. But she can go, and she's extremely talented, and I'm definitely excited. I will be watching that uh, closely because I will sled in there when she wins and hug it out and stuff because that's my trainer. She's like my mom, I say, so definitely looking forward to that. Uh, you gonna hug it out? Or are you gonna try to challenge for the championship? Would you like to face uh, your mom, I, as you would say? I might hug it out first. And don't give it away. I could have just turned on. Uh, okay, mom. I'm done. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, maybe you know. Maybe we'll see. Well, I got. I gotta see when the next when the next show is, and I. I might. I might. I, that would be great. I had one match with her in uh, the Bahamas. It was the first time, and I am like such a person where I love those type of moments, you know, those moments that you get only once and it's like to go against your trainer and I can't go against JB because it's JB and he's a man. Like, yes, we can go at it in her gender match, but like to truly be able to go at it, it was always my dream to go against uh, Rosa and it happened in the Bahamas. So I'm definitely looking forward to part two. I'll come for that title. You ain't got to tell me twice. All right, man. That's what I'm talking about. Before we get into this closing, I, I got to ask this because I keep hearing it. When you say you're coming straight from your mama's kitchen, what does that mean, Miss Bell? That means from your mom's kitchen and her mom's kitchen and her mom's kitchen because you know what? There's no denying that mom's cooking is the best. And maybe wow. dad's cooking too, but preferably when everyone comes home, they come home to mom. And when mom cooks, it's just like warms your heart. It's the best of the best. So that's why it comes straight out of your mama's kitchen. Because I'm always serving it up. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like Love mom's it. cooking. Love it. Love it. Love <laughs> that right here. My, my mom's cooking is the best of the best. Yep. <laughs> my mom can throw down. She can throw uh, down. Well, your mom can throw down. It's, uh, it's about to be Thanksgiving. Um, I know. What's the, best thing, what's the best thing your mom throw down? Mm, the best. I can't say where the recipe comes from because it, then it's going to reveal something that might get revealed later in AEW and the fans don't know. But my favorite thing that my mom cooks on Thanksgiving is her coconut rice. The best. Everyone in my family has tried to duplicate it. They can't. I just had some too because she made some. Uh, and I was like, I have an interview at three. And she's like, oh, so you want me to make you a quick steak and some coconut rice? I'm like, but that's and the best. What region that rice is coming from? Huh? Can I ask you what region is coconut rice is from? <laughs> no, because that that has a backstory to. I can't say. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole we'll, thing. We'll, I, we'll I can wait, tell you guys, we'll till this tell you guys off camera. Yeah, we'll wait. Till this <laughs> yeah. I, I want to talk about some coconut rice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to leave the fans on a cliff, you know, because right. they're not gonna tune in, you know. Coconut rice coming down the line, so just look out for it. You're right here first. Maybe I don't think there'll be any coconut rice in AW, but <laughs> all right. Oh, um, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Even though you're, I mean, I've asked everybody this. Rocker Stone Coat. The Rock. Hey. Yes. Woo. Last like four days, I've been getting stone cold. It's kind of been hurting me. The Rock. I love them both, but I love The Rock. And then uh, one time I went to a show and I met his mom. 
And she just looked at me and she was like, you are so pretty. You want to be a wrestler? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you're going to be a great wrestler one day. I was like, Aw. so maybe I'll see her one day again and let her know like that she saw me six years ago and, and told me I was pretty and that I was going to be a good wrestler. So Yeah. Oh, I saw Miss Abba John from, from across the room. I was like, oh, she didn't hear nothing, but I just saw her from across the room and I felt like, hey, that's that's good right there. Jinx, uh, Danielle, do you have anything before I go into this closing segment? Jinx, oh yes, I do. Um, <laughs> just one last thing. So, what would be the one thing that you said, you would say that you learned from JB you that you'll continue to carry on with you and throughout your career and throughout life? Uh, one thing I learned from him was always enjoy the journey and live in the present moment. We get so caught up on like the goal being like, get signed, get signed, get signed, the future gets signed, that things are happening in the moment and you don't stop and take a breath and take a moment to soak it all in. And then years later, or even uh, two months later, you get an interview and someone asks you to explain to you what your first time was when you were somewhere and you're like, uh, I have no idea. So when a lot of big things have happened in my life, I've um, really taken a moment to like sit down and acknowledge everything. And as crazy as it is, five years later, I would not change a single thing in my career. I would not change my knee surgery. I wouldn't, nothing. Everything has been a part of the story and what has made me me and why I feel like I'm so, excuse me, why I'm so like, I just don't stop, you know. I had things that have knocked me down left and right in my career. Super underdog because people, oh, this small girl, like, oh, you wrestle, like, what? Okay, yeah. Well, you're just gonna get beat up, and then I come out, and they're like, oh, and then when they see me in gear, my gear's like, I used to be a dancer, so it's very like flashy and cute, and they're like, there's no way this girl knows how to fight, and then they're like, oh, damn, you can go, so definitely to enjoy the journey because the journey that you have when you start the journey that you have when you're on the road uh driving for hours with people telling stories staying together in hotel rooms is a different journey than when you're signed on the road touring in a hotel your own hotel room you know you're flying getting flown out and stuff um i had a recent encounter where i was uh buying some liquor at the liquor store for my friends for our Friendsgiving and I got recognized in my hometown for the first time. I only got recognized one time before and it was only because I danced and did like a Honda commercial that was like local and people were like, aren't you the girl from the Honda commercial? It's the only time I got recognized at home. So I was here at the liquor store and I got stopped by the manager right away. It probably gave it away that I was wearing an AEW mask anyway, but he was like, you're red velvet. And I was like, and he was like oh my god and then he called his wife and his wife was like went crazy like and then she like whispered to him like on facetime if she can have an autograph and i'm like don't worry about it so i went to my parents house i came back i brought her like an eight by ten signed photo uh because he gave me a receipt paper and that was so sad i'm like that paper is gonna get destroyed in like a couple years so let me just go get you a picture and stuff and then he took a picture but that was a moment I soaked up in because it's like when you're first starting out, like no one recognizes, you no one knows who you are. So just the fact I even impacted people to get recognized or ask for a picture like that humbles me 
uh, it brings you back, you know, I'm not like, oh, superstar. I'm just like, wow, in my hometown, I'm, I'm doing something good because I got recognized by people. So it makes me happy. Let me say uh, the wrestling community does know you and are supporting you. Um, you have a lot of support if you don't know it from a lot of different uh, podcasters and everybody out here just to put that out there to you. Um, I don't have a question, but I just wanted to say that, again, we're proud of your journey and to see what you're going. The main reason of us creating We Love Wrestling is to support people and to have a platform for those who look like us with the business. Because we're all doing different things. It's not all cookie cutter, especially nowadays. So just keep doing what you're doing super excited to see go and we're here to support you and along your journey thank you so much i really appreciate that last thing um back to the jv thing he, 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 he let uh some of us in on some information um can you tell us who came up with your character he's gonna want to take all the all the all the credit so I will say he did not come up with the name. I came to his school with the name already, uh, but definitely we sat there long nights and like did the blueprint of who Red Velvet was gonna be. So I give him all the credit for that. He can he ain't gonna sue me for it, but he definitely came out with Straight Out of Your Mama's Kitchen, and it was a joke too because uh, I think it was the time where like everyone was doing like straight out from straight out of Compton. So like straight out of this, straight out of that, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. he's like, why don't you just come out from straight out of your mama's kitchen? Like you're going to bake anyways, you're going to do this. So he came up with that. Uh, he came up with five foot fine, sweeter than wine. Um, he, we came up with the stir it up because uh, basketball was huge. So like, I kind of wanted to just get noticed by James Harden because he was always serving it up. And he was like, maybe, I, he still probably just has no idea who I am to this day. So maybe this will, and, you know, he'll like, so I started serving it up and I was like, man, like, that's exactly what I'm going to do every time I'm about to like lay down the SmackDown, you know? So that's how I let people know I was about to go down. Uh, and people get behind it every time, like, the first turning point was my first, one of my first FEW shows and all the kids were doing it. And I love kids. So like JB pulled me to the side and he's like, that's how you know your brand is growing. Like all these kids are serving it up. All these kids know, they know what you're doing. So uh, together we've come up with all that. So he can take all the credit. I know that's what he wants to hear. <laughs> so when you watch it, yes, JB came up with a lot of the stuff. JB. But, um, you know, I'm the one that wrestles and I'm the one that portrays the character, but uh, I definitely had his help uh, in developing who Red Velvet is today. You gave more credit to him than he gave himself. He said you came up with all yourself. I give him a lot of credit with like the background things that I needed to really get across like who Red Velvet was. Because when I first started, I didn't know how to explain to people like, well, who is Red Velvet? So then I started getting to know myself more as a wrestler. And then I, I was like, I used to have red hair. So my biggest thing I would tell him was, I don't want me to be red velvet because I have red hair, which is why I dyed my hair black because it was a test and it happened before AEW. And I was like, I want to see how much my fans really know me. Am I red velvet because of my hair or am I going to be red velvet because of my persona and what I portray? And it's taken off and it has nothing to do with my hair now. So that's the best part. But red velvet is a little of like, I have that sweetness from the cake, you know, 
And then velvet fabric, it's fancy, it's elegant, it's smooth. And that's how I try to be when I'm in the ring. And then stirring it up and in the kitchen is like what I love to do anyways. I love to bake. So it all tied in very well. Being that you love to bake, what's one of your favorite things to bake? Because I, I also love, love to bake. Huh? I also love to bake. And that's yeah. why I'm asking. Um, I love to make funfetti cake. Everyone's like, oh, red velvet cake. No, I love to make funfetti cake because I love funfetti cake. Uh, I do brownies a lot, cookies. I just, um, not learned, but I did for the first time uh, a while ago with my boyfriend, Rice Krispies. So we did regular Rice Krispies and we did like Fruity Pebble Rice Krispies, the regular ones. <laughs> and um, so... That was uh, good. So now I just kind of want to get started on like making like pies because I haven't made pies before. So I want to try to make a pie or like cheesecake. I'm actually getting ready to make a peach cobbler cheesecake for Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and some sweet potato pies. Mm -hmm. That's if you're good. if you're around, you're you're in town. Uh no, I'll be in Tampa. Oh, see, so I was about to say, if you're around. I, I I dropped some off for you. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I bet that's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Putting up here, like, let me get all my ingredients you now. Yeah. So, oh, all right. So, our last segment that we do is called the "Put Yourself Over" moment. This is where you tell us about any social media you have, any um, any websites they should go look for you at. Your next match coming up on Dark or Dynamite. Uh, just put yourself over. Cool. All right. I'm gonna start from the beginning. Uh, next, tomorrow I have a match against Tesha Price, uh, someone I've been in the ring before just as my tag partner. So that's going to be an interesting match. That will be on dark Instagram. I'm okay. I'm going to put this big. I've had a really big issue now with fake pages and like harassing fake pages. So I'm telling all the fans who are watching, please. Any page that you see that has two followers, three followers who are claiming that my page got hacked, it is not me. Um, it's sad. I had to make my page private for right now. And I've been like handpicking who I accept because they've made like three or four pages and um, they put my family pictures on it. Um, and I take that very not lightly at all. My page currently right now has 9,000 plus followers. That is my page. It is LA underscore one underscore velvet with two T's. Perfect. That's Instagram. Facebook, I'm Stephanie Cardona. They don't let me be red velvet. So I'm Stephanie Cardona on Facebook. I'll reply to you guys anyways. Where are we? Twitter. I had to change it. I'm the, so T-H-E-E underscore red underscore velvet with one T now. I no longer have two T's. Thanks to AEW. Um... And I have a YouTube page. That link is on my Twitter and my Instagram for my YouTube page. I have a Pro Wrestling Tees store. And you guys can find me on Cameo. So, girls, you need to break up with your boyfriends. Or uh, guys, you need to break up with your girlfriends. That's, like, my favorite one. I'm waiting for someone to do it. I would love to break up with somebody. Uh, graduation, get well soon. Somebody uh, last wanted, like, the hugs and a shout-out. Um, anything, I'll do it on Cameo. I also speak Spanish, so if you guys speak Spanish now that, you know, the Latin world is watching AEW more, I will do a Spanish Cameo for whoever. And I think that's it. Oh, um, I don't have my store up yet. Uh, if anyone wants sign 8x10s, I have some pins that are limited, uh, that are selling out. 
you guys can DM me for that. Please DM me for serious inquiries only. And I think that is it. Uh, for those in Texas, I will be doing a signing at the mall the following day from the show with Thunder Rosa and Shaw Guerrero. So that's going to be awesome as well. December 12th, this the signing in Texas um, at the mall. Be there. Meet them all. Uh, let me see if I got the information. <clears throat> Rolling Oaks Mall from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Saul Guerrero, Thunder Rosa, and Red Velvet. Yay, tickets will be available at the door the day of the event. Yes. All right. Let's see, guys. I I've had fun here. You know, I, I feel good. And the jinx, I want to thank you for joining. Nicole, I want to thank you for joining. Red Velvet, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, just let you guys know, I met her at Mission Pro, the first show. And um, y'all know, I tell you, I'm just sitting back to myself. She was like, get over here and take a picture. You know, I'm like, I'm just cool. But she's very enjoyable to meet. Meet her at the mall, meet her at the Mission Pro show. Watch her on AW Dark. Watch her on AW Dynamite. Watch her whenever you see her. Support her. Oh, um, I need one of those pins. I'm collecting wrestling right, pins. I collect them too. I was waiting. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> But we'd like to thank Red Velvet for joining us. Continue support, like I said. And I'm Terry. And as I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too sweet hey. for the culture. Hey.